It doesn't matter what kind of e-commerce brand you're building, you still need a rock-solid way to grow and scale your company like clockwork. Welcome to 7 Figures and Beyond, an e-commerce marketing podcast for D2C brand owners and marketers looking for best practices that include proven strategies and tactics to grow an e-commerce brand to 7 Figures and Beyond. Bringing 18 plus years of marketing experience as an e-commerce brand owner and e-commerce agency owner, please welcome your host, Greg Shuey. Howdy, e-commerce brand builders. Welcome to episode two of the Seven Figures and Beyond podcast. I'm really excited to be with you today. Um, I think I saw a stat recently that said somewhere around 90% of podcasters stop publishing after three podcasts. So I guess this next episode is going to be my last. <laughs> Hopefully not. I'm, I'm in too deep. I'm in way too far now, you know, with just episode two. So can I tell you really quick how difficult it was to set up and distribute my last episode to all of the major podcast directories? I still haven't been able to push it to Apple Podcasts, and I don't know when that's actually going to be able to happen. It's been kind of a beast getting a new Apple ID set up, getting that um, confirmed and verified, accepting terms of service. I had to do it on a different laptop uh, because I didn't want to use my personal Apple ID anyway. It was a disaster. Hopefully soon, I'm hoping in the next couple of days that it will all be set up, I'll be verified and be able to push to Apple Podcasts. So in our last episode, I spent some time discussing what the state of e-commerce is now that we are in 2024. So in today's solo cast, I want to talk about a handful of predictions that I have regarding 2024. So predictions, obviously, are just that. You know, their guesses. Who knows what this year is actually going to have in store for us? However, I've been at this a long time, and I've been at it long enough to be able to see some things that younger brand owners or brand marketers might not be able to see as well as I can or be able to see these things at all. So I have 10 predictions that I would like to go through today. So let's buckle up and let's jump in. So the first prediction that I have for 2024 is that brands who focus on their customers will win big this year. So you're going to hear a lot from us in this podcast about focusing on the customer, getting close to the customer, getting inside their heads. Like it is incredibly important for brands. One of our core beliefs at my agency, Stride, is in order to build and scale a profitable D2C brand, you have to intimately know your customer, what drives them, how they make purchase decisions, and what they expect of the brands they choose to do business with. It's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. You know, it's something, in my opinion, that we as marketers have gotten away from. And it's something that we have to get back into and we actually have to obsess over. I love using that word obsess. Like we have to become obsessed with our customers. So over the last several years, I mean, we are losing more and more data every single year with privacy laws, with iOS updates, with platform updates and so forth. The data that we used to have to be able to tell us who our customers are, how they interact with our ads how they interact with our website, like that data is slowly disappearing and eventually it's going to be all gone. So the only way forward for brands is to get close to their customer and let their customers 
tell them how they want to be marketed to. The brands that win big this year will be those who deploy the right tech to profile their customers, the ones who spend time on the phone with their customers, and the ones who figure out how their customers make purchase decisions, where they hang out online, and how to talk to them. What this will do is it will actually help you do better marketing. It will help you lower your customer acquisition costs, or at the very least, keep them flat. With rising ad costs and things just getting more and more expensive, we're typically going to see customer ad costs, um, they're, they're going to rise. But if we can really dial in who our customers are, it will help us lower that CAC or keep it flat. And then at the end of the day, it's going to help you beat your competitors who ignore this important part of marketing strategy. So it is incredibly, incredibly vital as a brand owner, as a brand marketer to get close to your customers. All right. Prediction number two, I believe that we are going to see a rise in niche communities. So the rise of niche communities will be huge in 2024. Brands are going to be focusing more on building and engaging with niche communities and micro influencers to create more authentic marketing campaigns. Yes, optimizing for Google, doing your SEO, doing your your paid search, optimizing Facebook, and whatever else you're doing is still going to be a huge play. It's still going to be a big traffic driver and revenue driver. However, I am seeing more and more brands funneling their communities to other social platforms or places like Discord to give a more personalized, more intimate touch. This also protects them from putting all of their eggs in one basket moving forward. Like who knows, Facebook could change the rules tomorrow and just nuke you. However, if you're building a niche community, you are diversifying your ability to be able to talk to these people, market to these people, and you're future-proofing your ability to drive traffic and revenue. So people, you know, consumers, they're wanting to feel like they are part of a niche community. Like they want to feel like champions of a cause through a brand. So figuring out how to best rally the troops and bringing people together will drive significant engagement and revenue for brands in 2024. So you need to be thinking about this. How do you build community? How do you get your customers talking to each other? Um, and championing your cause. So this is, this again, this is going to be big this year. Prediction number three. I also think that we're going to start to see a lot of tech consolidation. So I saw a LinkedIn post yesterday from a pretty large brand owner that's growing like crazy. And he outlined what his tech stack was, his Shopify tech stack. And I kid you not, it was something like 15 to 20 different tools and platforms that he's using to run his business. In my opinion, that is absolutely and completely unnecessary. When I looked through them, I was like, holy smokes, this one tool can do these three things. Like, why are we using three different tools when we could be consolidating down into one? So I think this year we're going to see a lot of e-commerce tech companies rolling feature after feature in order to be the all-in-one solution, or as the term I coined, the most-in-one solution. So we're actually seeing this with companies like Sendlane. So they have email marketing, they have SMS marketing, and they have reviews all in one platform. And I know that they're building out new features to be launched throughout 2024. So 
I think that we're going to see more of this as time goes on. I think the average brand owner will probably end up with maybe five or six different tools or platforms by the end of the year, cutting their tech stack by two thirds, which is going to be awesome, right? It's going to help save time. It's going to help save money. It's going to consolidate. And it's just going to make it a lot easier for a brand owner to be able to scale their, their tech. So I'm excited for this one. The fourth prediction that I have for this year is that AI is going to get good enough to confidently scale your marketing. AI is getting really good, really fast. I mean, I am amazed at how awesome ChatGPT4 is, and I'm excited for them to continue to roll features and make it better and better. As a result, I think we're going to see a few things from AI. Not necessarily ChatGPT4, but just different AI tools that are coming out to the market. Could be GPT-4. Who knows? So the first thing that I think we're going to see from AI is we're going to see a lot of brands starting to hire, quote unquote, AI gurus. So they're going to be doing that in-house or they're going to be reaching out to agencies to help them run these tools because they frankly don't want to do it. They don't want to learn something new. They just want someone to handle it whether it be an in-house employee, whether it be a freelancer, whether it be an agency. I've seen a little bit of this over the last few months. I actually had a company uh, last month in December reach out to me asking if we knew how to run a specific AI tool that they were interested in and if we could just do that for them. Like My mind was absolutely blown by that request. It's crazy. We're going to see more and more of that this year. I also think that we are going to see strategies become productized to an extent. So I think AI is going to get good enough to give us some very high level strategy based on your industry, based on the size of your business, based on the consumers you are trying to target. I still believe that you're going to need a very experienced strategist who can dig into that strategy, who can dig into the data can confirm assumptions and then blow out parts of that strategy that was delivered by AI to make it more robust. But I do believe that we are going to start to see these strategies become somewhat productized as a result of AI. So I'm excited. I'm We're embracing AI as an agency at Stride. And, uh, you know, we're excited to see what it can do for us and what it can do for the brands that we work with. All right, prediction number five, more brands are going to look for ways to do marketing themselves or find an agency that deploys a done with you versus a done for you approach. So I've been in the agency game for almost 16 years. The way that brands have always operated is I need you to do this out of sight, out of mind for most of them. They want it done for them. I think we're going to see a big shift to a done with us approach. So we need handholding here, here. We need strategy. We need you to do these pieces, but we need you to help us do these pieces in-house. So as a result of that mindset shift, I think we're going to see a humongous influx of specialized content being pushed into the market. So blogs, podcasts, webinars, training courses, etc., will be everywhere and will be pushed incredibly hard through paid channels in order to acquire customers and get them buying this educational content. So this is actually, you know, foreseeing this, this is actually one of the reasons we decided to start this podcast 
And, and also we're working on a little bit of a side project right now called e-commerce marketing institute. So we're working on launching these content hubs and these educational pieces that we can tie back into, you know, the overall business strategy because people at the end of the day, they want to be educated, right? They want to know how to grow their brand and they want to do some of it or even all of it, either for a short period of time or for the foreseeable future. So, um, I think we're going to see a lot of this content hitting the market at a speed and at a rate that we've never seen before. Um, so again, I'm also excited for this one. All right. Prediction number six. I believe that more brands are going to bring marketing in house. So they are going to go out and they are going to start hiring uh, specialists in the different channels that they want to leverage to grow their brand. As they do this, as they had headcount, they're going to quickly realize that they don't have anyone with enough expertise to drive the ship. It's incredibly expensive to hire a VP of marketing, a CMO, and most brand owners don't have the experience to be able to align the troops and say, here's our strategy, here's where we need to go, and here's how I want you all to work together to make that happen. So as a result, I believe the number of people claiming to be experienced fractional CMOs will explode, and it will be incredibly difficult to sift out the good from the bad. I mean, we see this with marketing agencies, right? There are thousands and thousands of agencies in the United States alone. Most have very little experience in a particular niche. At the, I, I call it, they're just slinging crap, right? They, they've read a bunch of blog posts. They think they're a marketing expert. They've convinced someone to work with them and they are just slinging crap at the end of the day. I believe it's going to be the same with these fractional CMOs. I actually have an example of this. So I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn. I came across a woman here in Utah who worked in-house for a D2C brand for about 11 months. And she is now claiming to be a fractional CMO. I mean, she's changed everything on her LinkedIn profile um, to be able to support this idea that she is a fractional CMO. And because I see her out networking at all of these local e-commerce events and building relationships and pushing her personal brand on LinkedIn really hard, she's got a lot of people drinking the Kool-Aid. The problem is she doesn't have nearly enough experience to be a C-level marketing leader. She's maybe an experienced marketing manager at best. Only those with deep subject matter expertise can really see through her BS and that she is not a C-level marketer. She's not a fractional CMO. This is not going to be good. At the end of the day, brands are willing to pay for this kind of person or this kind of service. So it's only going to grow. The trick is going to be finding the right person to lead out. This is the person who has put in the 10,000 hours, the person who has seen everything, the person who can solve tough problems for brands. It's going to be tricky. And I fear that a lot of brands are going to go through a lot of trial and error and waste a lot of time and waste a lot of money, which is sad to me. So it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. But I believe this one is here to stay. Number seven, I believe that brands will stop paying influencers huge amounts of money for access to a specific audience. We are finally going to get some insights into how influencers perform. 
to date, it has just been kind of this nebulous thing. Here's some money. Talk about my brand. I hope it works. Right now, we've got this really awesome tool that we are pushing to as many people as we can. It's called No Commerce. We are getting some insight now of how influencers drive revenue and sales for D2C brands. So No Commerce is a survey tool. They are most known for their post-purchase surveys. So when someone checks out on a website, it pops up a survey and asks three questions. And one of those questions is, how did you learn about us? So one of those options is, you know, I heard about you through an influencer. And then it opens another question that says, which influencers? And now we can start to track which influencers are actually driving real impact for the brand. So again, my clients who do influencer work can ask their customers to specify which influencer drove them to the site to order. It's fascinating data and it's allowing us to do an analysis each month and redirect spend either to influencers or other marketing channels that are actually performing for their brand. So this is a step in the right direction. I think we are going to have a big mindset shift this year from a, from a here's $10,000, I hope it works, to either I'm going to run one test with you at a smaller dollar amount and track the actual ROI based on the post-purchase survey data, or better yet, which I am hoping happens is here's my affiliate program, prove to me that you add value. I think we're going to see a lot of influencers turning those requests away because they know they can't provide value. They know that they're not going to drive revenue and incremental value for the brands. So the ones who say absolutely not, those are the ones who are probably blowing smoke. So I'm really excited about this. I, I am, I'm hopeful that we will see fake influencers go away and that we will find more and more influencers who actually have an engaged audience who will drive clicks, who will drive revenue for these brands. So fingers crossed on that one. All right, number eight. So this one's shorter. Uh, we will see affiliate marketing gain even more traction than it has before. I mean, I just talked about affiliates. I think that will be one of the drivers. So when I got my start into digital marketing in 2005, affiliate marketing was huge. So in the past, it has been used heavily for lead generation, B2B type businesses. To date, I haven't seen a ton of small to medium sized brands pushing affiliate efforts, but I believe that that is going to change this year. It's going to be pay to play and we're going to see a lot more of this. So I'm actually really excited about that. Number nine, revenue generated through mobile devices will grow to 75% of overall revenue. That's a big, bold statement right there. So if you listen to our last episode, I talked about Q4 of 2023 and how 51.1% of all sales came through a mobile device, right? That is awesome, right? So I did some additional digging in preparation for this podcast to figure out what was the total number for all of 2023. And that number actually came in higher than Q4. So it showed 60% of all sales in 2023 came through a mobile device. Like that is significant. That is insane. I think this year we will probably add another 15%, making that a whopping 75% on the year. So it is time to get serious about mobile. Approaching with a mobile first 
mindset for your website. Also considering launching a mobile app through Tapcart or another solution. We need to get serious about mobile. All right, my last prediction for 2024. Meta and TikTok shops will be huge winners this year. So I believe we're at the very beginning of this rocket ship. The reason I believe Meta and TikTok shops will be huge is two specific reasons. One, it is a much improved customer experience than buying through, and take this with a grain of salt, quote unquote, a clunky old website. (laughs) So customers, believe it or not, they prefer a predictable experience when they are ready to buy. They want to find products fast. They want to check out quickly and shops give us all of this. It's predictable. They love it. They eat this type of thing up all day, all night. I also believe conversion rates will be through the roof. So Meta and TikTok and anyone else running a shop, even like um, Shopify has their own mobile app where their vendors can sell through that, right? These uh, companies, they can run hundreds and thousands of multivariate tests on a regular basis to get actionable information faster than any D2C brand can. Like, it is insane how fast they can roll tests, gather data, and make updates to the user and the shopper experience. What this does is it allows them to improve user experience, to improve conversion rates, and improve average order value faster than any other brand out there can do this. And so I believe that we're just going to continue to see growth in Meta and TikTok shops. So D2C is going to get absolutely crazy this year. So before I close, I wanted to quickly recap my 10 predictions for 2024. So one, brands that focus on the customer will win big. Two, we will see a rise in niche communities. Three, we will see a lot of tech consolidation. Four, AI is going to get good enough to confidently scale marketing. Five, brands are going to look at ways to do marketing themselves or find an agency that deploys a done with you versus a done for you approach. More brands are going to bring marketing in-house, but will quickly realize they don't have anyone with enough expertise to drive the ship. Seven, brands will stop paying influencers huge amounts of money for access to an audience. Eight, we will see affiliate marketing gain even more traction. Nine, revenue generated through mobile devices will grow to 75% of overall revenue. And 10, Meta and TikTok shops will be a huge winner this year. So that's that for this episode. What do you think about these predictions? Do you think I'm spot on? Do you think I'm crazy? Um, I would love if, if you reached out and shared your thoughts or insights with me. So in our next episode, I'm going to be bringing in our VP at Stride. Her name is Laurel Tusher. She is pretty awesome and she is way smarter than me. We plan to chat about customer research and data mining and really getting into the mind of your customers. So we're excited for that. We're excited to talk about that and be able to help you find some ways to be able to do customer research and extract that data so that you can make better decisions on how to do your marketing in 2024. So as always, take what you've learned here. I hope you know, you've been able to to find some things, be able to spark some ideas based on what I've been talking about. Take what you've learned here, make a plan, 
and take massive action this year. So until next time, this is Greg Shuey signing off.